Hello, and welcome back to the Cat Baker Show, episode nine. I think it is episode nine, yes. We're filming this just a couple of days before Christmas, um, but it'll go up just after Christmas. Um, we are in my tiny little bedsit. Um, we are here just because I know didn't have any guests this time, so thought let's just do it in my room, really, um, in my flat. So why not? Um, we've got um, my assistant behind the camera again. Uh, Hello. There he is. Um, yeah, so let's get into things, basically. Um, we are British. We are British. British, British, British. And what have we been doing that's British? Well, um, I don't know, just kind of walking around. Um, that's quite a British thing to do. Um, sort of <sighs> British people, British people take Christmas pretty seriously, I would say. I think British people take Christmas more seriously than Americans because Americans have Thanksgiving. And so that's kind of their thing. Whereas Christmas is like our thing, I think. That's how I perceive it. Um, Christmas is when we all go home to see our families. We don't do, we don't have Thanksgiving. We don't do that then. We just go for Christmas. Um, I'm going to my mum's for um, two, two nights. Um, and we don't have many fat people in our family. So it's funny that, you know, you get some families who are really fat and like being fat is, you know, part of their family vibe. But that's not... My family's not like that. We're quite, um, we're all quite thin um, and sort of, you know, keep fit kind of thing. But um, although, yeah, I have some sort of, so when someone gets fat and we're one of those families that when someone gets fat, it's like a big deal, you know, like it's like, um, you know, it's about, oh, they've gotten fat, haven't they? You know, like it's kind of that kind of. Uh, family vibe, that kind of dynamic. I think I think um, people have that in different different families like that. My um, one of my good friends, she's half Chinese, and um, in China they're very uh, like her Chinese family. Like my friend, she's not fat like at all. She's probably like I don't know UK size ten or whatever. But when she's gone to China, her family will be like, "Oh, you're so fat." <laughs> <laughs> like there's just no like there's no like British people will be like oh, they've gotten a bit fat haven't they like behind their backs but in China they'll be like you're fat like literally um even when they're not fat you know like yeah um so yeah we will be yeah so it like if I got fat my dad would be like gotten really fat you know you should do something about that um kind of thing uh so yeah it wouldn't be acceptable to be fat in my family i would say um but yeah so that's that that's my family dynamics but generally family my family dynamics not that weird i think they're pretty pretty normal i have uh, my parents are divorced but they are um uh, like really good friends which I think is a nice thing so when we have Christmas they they are there together um, like as mates um, 
people always ask me, does does my family know what I do for a job? Uh, my mum, my brother knows, my dad does not know. <laughs> uh, I kind of told him the other day that I was making money through TikTok and he kind of just um, didn't understand it. But to be fair, I could have been, I don't make money from TikTok, but I probably could if I wanted to, but I don't. Um, so I just kind of said that. He didn't really understand it, but he'll get, he'll... I, if every question is, I just go, oh, you, you wouldn't understand. You're an old man, you're a boomer, you wouldn't get it. So yeah, that is what, um, oh, sorry, I shouldn't turn up my mic because then I'll make it bang. But yeah, that is what he said. But anyway, family dynamics, quite an interesting topic because I did ask my followers to send in some of their worst, you know, some of their family gossip. So here's the first one. Okay. I found a VHS in my parents' bedroom, and it was a VHS of them. Sad face. Oh, God. I am sorry to hear that. I don't, you see, because my parents obviously got divorced, right, a lot of that was, I I think they got divorced because of money issues, and towards the end, there was a massive lack of intimacy, apparently. So I've been told. Thanks for telling me that. But yeah, um, and so I've never... I've never really had to worry about walking in on my parents having sex because when they were married, they weren't having sex, really. I think they kind of, you know, they they kind of, they sort of did it when, um, you know, they had us. But other than that, I don't think they did it, like, a lot. Well, they definitely didn't towards the end. Um, So I've never had to deal with thinking of my parents as doing it. I think I'd be pretty traumatised if... Have you ever walked in on your parents? Me? Mm. No. Mercifully not. Um, I I mean, I, I, I sort of expect that they haven't in many, many years. Yeah. You know, they're still together, but, mm. you know, yeah, I, I, I don't ask questions. Yeah. Just don't want to... I remember my dad was telling me like a little while ago, he was talking about how when him and my mum, he was like relaying the story of when they broke up or something. They like broke up for a bit and then they got back together or something. He was like, but yeah, when we got back together, it reignited the um, sex. And I was like... Yeah, my God. I was like, oh, why? Why are you telling me this? Um, but um, but then also, I do kind of remember, <laughs> I remember I was quite a weird child in that, I guess because I kind of knew my parents were breaking up. I remember I was like, I remember being, I remember being concerned that my parents weren't having sex because I knew they weren't. I could just tell. And I remember being like, can't believe they're not having you know I knew they were breaking up and I was like oh I can't believe they're not having sex I remember going to my mum and be like mum when was the last time you and dad had sex and she was like I've got to be honest it's been about I think it was like a year or two or something and I and I was like I remember being like oh kind of sad about it but now I should have just been grateful but I never had to deal with them. But I guess it was kind of nice of me, you know, I was wanting my parents to be happy, I guess, you know, but also, I don't know. Oof. You know, anything about 
like if my parents got back together, that would just make me throw up. I think that's like I think people, I think when you're an when you're an adult and your parents got divorced, the thought of them getting back together makes you feel really ill. I think um, when you get to a certain age, but yeah, walk, seeing a VHS of them, I am. I wonder if he like switched off immediately or if he. Did the the person who sent this message? Did they watch the tape? Or did they well, did they just see a label saying like mum mum and dad shagfest? It was a VHS of them. But they they didn't specify that they watched it. I don't know. It might be quite innocent, you know. Like wedding day. Yeah. I mean, there's only one way to find out. If you can send us the VHS. Yeah, we'll watch it. Yeah, dinner with my family. I fucked my brother's wife before they started dating, and everyone knows. Not at dinner, I hope. No. You would hope. But. According to The Hub, that happens quite a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of family affairs that go on, you know. And I do tend to get most of my cultural knowledge and news from P-Hub, you know, because everyone... Imagine if Pornhub did news. Imagine that they tried to expand their, like, um, you know, their sort of reach and they started doing, like, news as well so you could get your news and your nudes at the same time. There was a website years ago called Naked News, which really? was basically just... It's the news, but read by women who undress over the course of the news broadcast, I believe. Oh, but imagine commenting on Gaza and doing that. Yeah. Gaza Strip. <laughs> Something there. Oh, well done. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, that would... <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. Well, I mean, to be fair, Twitter is that, isn't it? It's porn and news, isn't it? And, like, terrible takes you know people just spreading random opinions so yeah there is that okay um <laughs> yes this man so, i mean you nothing i mean yeah i mean i guess i can see how that can happen you could well it could have just been like if you're in a town a small town and then there's a girl you meet on a night out and you have a one night stand and then Along, along down the line, she meets your brother on a night out and then they start dating. I don't think that's that. If it was just a one night stand, I don't think that's that weird. I think it'd be worse if it was like your dad. If like you and your dad had been with the same person. I think brothers being with the same person is not as weird as dad. Yeah. Like imagine oh my god imagine you met the love of your life and you're about to walk walk down the aisle and then you found out that she at one point had shagged your dad i mean yeah that would be probably a deal breaker i mean i'm just trying to think if it feels for me like if i met a guy and i really liked him and then i found out that he had shagged my mum once I think your mum might feel worse about it, though. 
like he's traded her in for a younger model. I... No. No <laughs> way I could be with a guy knowing he'd been inside my mum. Like, that's just like... No. Oh, yeah, no, couldn't. And that's healthy boundaries, everyone. That is what you should aspire to have. Yep. Keep healthy boundaries and secure attachments, okay? Yep. That's what I have to say about that. I'm going to clickbait this episode as um, I shagged the same man as my mum. <laughs> that's not what happened <laughs> <in the story laughs> <Yeah. at all. laughs> but people will like to think that's what happened right. um okay right okay we're gonna do some improv now let's do some improv so you have should we get a random word generator up please so we are gonna do some like i'm just gonna talk about subjects um and do you want to just hit you with the first random word yeah. that comes up. Yeah. Okay. Athlete. Athlete. I was a uh, natural born athlete, you could say. I, I was good at, believe it or not, cross country. I was very good at cross country. And when I was at school, when I was about 15, I'd say. And in fact, I was the second best girl in my year. And then I became first because the girl who was first broke her leg. And did I have anything to do with that leg breaking? I'm gonna let that, I'm gonna let you guys decide. But I did become first, but then, but then I think when you're 15, you just, you just stop doing sports because you wanna be cool you know, and sports are not cool, unless you're like a boy doing football. But when you're a girl, or at least back then, I feel like it's changed now. I feel like it's kind of, I feel like 2007, it wasn't cool to be like fit. But but it, nowadays it's like, I think even young, like obviously everyone goes to the gym and stuff nowadays. And I think like teenagers, they want to be like buff and shit, right? Whereas I don't think that was really, people i don't know when i was like 15 it was cool to be like it was cool to look it was cool people wanted to look like pete doherty you know like so they wanted to be like guys wanted to be like scrawny and kind of uh you know look like heroin addicts and stuff and um and i was like i don't want to do cross country anymore because i want to i mean i didn't do it seriously i just was good at it but um i would i wanted to do things like smoke Benson Hedges Silvers and uh, go to parties, uh, drink lots of alcohol, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. So my athletic career ended before it even began, really, you could say. And it was because of the rock and roll lifestyle. You know, I was... I was... I could have been Mo Farah, but instead 
I became Mick Jagger. And that is what happened. Um, but now I would say I'm a pretty athletic person. I work out about four times a week, I'd say. I go to the, mostly at the gym, you know, usually. Um, I've been bouldering a, f a few times. I've been trying to do more bouldering. Bouldering is such a... Bouldering's good, but it's not a replacement for a personality, okay? Just to the people at home, okay? Bouldering, if you don't know, it's climbing without the ropes on a sort of short wall. Um, pretty hard, and it does make you can make you pretty hench, but um, people who just do bouldering and no other sport, are nerds. Yeah, it's like, it's not, like, bouldering is like, you know when, like, nerds are like, Sorry to the nerds. We talked about nerds last time. Look, it's not, I just, it's not that I hate nerds or anything. It's just that they like, I just observe them a lot, you know. And um, they, I think it's like when they want to get into a sport and they want to do more exercise, they do bouldering. Or LARPing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Run around in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bouldering, bouldering is like nerds and hipsters. Actually, now that I think of it, like bouldering is basically sort of like fake rock climbing, really. Yeah. Like just go out and find some rocks. Well, a lot of them do, I will say, because my brother is obsessed with bouldering. He boulders about five times a week and he moved on to like, he does a lot of like outdoor ones now as well, like on actual rocks. I do feel like everyone on Hinge fucking loves bouldering. Yeah, well, it's... If you live, like, where, where I live in Bristol currently, everyone's, every man's hinge profile picture is them bouldering. I mean, I, I promise it's not just the men. Oh, really? Is it women as well? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. And it's like, yeah, we don't have the fish holding thing so much. It's just the, you know, like holding a big fish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's bouldering. It's bouldering. Like, picture of them with their shirt off and their back. They're always trying to show off their like back muscles, but they normally look like, not a body shame, but they not, they, they look noodly, you know, it's not like, there's not like, it's never like someone's super hench. Anyway, that's what I have to say about hinge profiles. For the love of fucking God, if you are doing dating apps, every picture, should have your face in it clearly visible. I know you want to show that you do fun activities, right? But you're wasting photos. No one actually care. No one needs to see what fun activities you're doing. Just say you do. Just say you do them. Like say it on your profile, or whatever. Because you're wasting up precious space of your face. Like your face needs to be in it, and like a face relatively close up, so people can see what you look like. When I used apps, I would never, although I did re-download it recently, but I haven't really been using it. But I don't swipe on people who don't have enough photos of their face. Yeah, yeah because then it's like, what are you hiding?
you're trying to hide an ugly mug. But, I mean, just to play devil's advocate, like, is it not acceptable to have the occasional photo that's just like, here's, you know, here's, here's my ass, or, <laughs> or... Yeah, if you were showing off... Here's a picture of my dog, you know. That's a lot. That, there's a lot that. No, it can't be just your dog. You've got to be in it with your dog. So, yeah. Um, yeah, another word. Right. <laughs> <Bam>. <laughs> it's creep. Creep. I'm a creep. Is that all you, that's all you can do? For I'm a loser. Is it loser? Or weirdo. 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 <laughs> I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. Um creeps creeping on the creepy creeps i imagine mm. you have some experience with creeps yeah i mean all women do all women have experience of creeps oh absolutely but being a woman on the a, internet a, a public facing internet yeah woman. um yeah i i would say i also get incredibly creepy dms and things um but i haven't had like real life interactions with people who follow me that have been creepy um yeah everyone's been pretty nice and normal um but i i do get yeah some creepy walking it's difficult i would say the worst dms i get though i can clearly be i can tell are being sent by someone who is What's the PC way to say it? Oh no. Special needs? Is that what you say? I mean I They have learning disabilities. That's probably the most uh... I can I like some of the most intense messages I get are people from le with learning disabilities, I would say. Really? I like and you can you can tell by the way that they say it that they are They don't follow normal social cues mm. and not in a way that they're trying to deliberately be creepy. Like you can tell they kind of don't realise that what they're doing is creepy or wrong. So I try not, when I get messages like that, I try not to be completely like, um, oh, fuck off, you know, like kind of thing. I mean, to be honest, I don't respond to any, the only messages I ever respond to are, are when it's like uh, another creator and I'll, I'll message them back or like, let's say my, my Instagram DMs obviously places with the weirdest DMs. Um, my DMs on OnlyFans are not that weird because the paywall tends to filter people out. You know, like creeps don't want to spend money. They want to just creep you out for free normally. Um, so I would say, although I do get a lot of people on OnlyFans being like, oh, can we meet up? Okay, can I just say it also? You message a girl on OnlyFans saying, can we meet up? Don't fucking do that because we get banned for like escorting. Like even even when we even when we're like no, you know we can they, it can sometimes get us in trouble and we get like flagged for being like for it being you're like an escort basically. So yeah, don't fucking ask me to meet up for God's sakes. I don't want to anyway. And secondly, yeah, it's gonna, it could get me banned. Um, 
but yeah, I find a lot of messages, yeah, they're like, I mean, obviously I get some messages from people that are just deliberately nasty, that I'm like, what the, you know, there's sort of like incel type stuff. But messages that are quite intense, like, But yeah, I think there's a lot of guys who, I mean, a lot of men don't know how to, well, I say a lot of men, no, that's not fair. Quite a few men in the world don't know how to interact with women properly. And then when you throw in additional things, it can sometimes make the messages even weirder. Um, so yeah, but with those, I try to, those kind of messages, I try to, you know, give them some grace, but then I'm also like, well, maybe I should message back and educate them. But then I'm like, oh, it's not worth my time. That sounds like it might become very tiring. Yeah. So don't really, um. Can I ask you, mm. you might not have a particularly, uh, a particular answer to this. Do you think there's an occasion where in retrospect, you think you might have been acting like a creep? Oh, um, Mm. that is so, that is interesting. You know, we go creep, creeping. Is there times where men have been creepy to me? But we forget women can be creepy too. Women can be creepy. Women can be creepy. And you know what? I have realised that, especially like seeing other men who do the work that I do, and I see their comment sections, and it's just, and women are just as, you know, say just as crazy shit. And then I see people, you know, men who have a public profile and they say some of the messages that they get from women are crazy as well. So, um, and have I been creepy? Probably. I think everyone's been creepy at some sure. point, I think. Oh yeah, I mean, definitely. Like, definitely when I was younger, like, mm. I was sort of quite weird. I think everyone's... <laughs> I think everyone's had something where I think especially when you're like a teenager, yeah, in like in your early twenties and you're sort of just learning like dating skills and things. I think everyone's everyone has at some point okay, this is controversial because whenever I say stuff like this, people are like, Oh no, I've never done that, I'd never do that. Everyone at some point has pushed someone's boundaries a little bit too much. Probably. Probably, yeah. I think. And they they probably haven't even realised they've done it, and blah, blah blah. I don't mean everyone's like assaulted someone or something like that's, but I, but everyone has at some point probably made someone feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I think that's probably fair to mm. say. Like, I can definitely think about. Yeah, there were probably occasions where, like, in retrospect, I creep myself out of like, mm. oh, I, I, I shouldn't mm. have said that. Yeah, <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. That kind of thing. Yeah. Hopefully like, not too bad, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> hopefully you haven't traumatised someone. No, I would, I would expect not. It's yeah. It's probably just, like, I would expect anything, <laughs> hopefully. From my end, I think, you know, no one's even, like, telling mm. telling stories about this creepy encounter. It's just like... Yeah. <laughs> you cringe it in your head. Yeah, <laughs> Cring, yeah, yeah. Cringe and move on. Yeah. I, yeah, I think there's just been times where I've been, like... Uh, there was a guy, oh, 
I mean, he, he probably wouldn't describe it as creepy. He probably just thought it was incredibly embarrassing. But I remember when I was like, I would have been in my early 20s. And I went traveling just after I finished third year, I think it was. Yeah. And um, I went to America. And so I would have been like 22, maybe. And I... um. Yeah, we went, I went to America, I did a little trip like on my own, I wanted to like travel and I did, I met this guy who was German at like one of the, like the, one of the, um, this is my biggest L, I think, most embarrassing L. I mean, like, I've been rejected before, but this was like the most embarrassing one I had. And then, um, and we, we like, we like, like obviously when you're traveling, you're kind of meeting people and you're not, and when it's a boy and a girl you're kind of meeting people and you're like you're not sure if you're hanging out just because you're two travelers and you need someone to hang out with or if you're like or if you fancy each other or something i guess i thought it was the fancying thing but he didn't and baby and i remember i we'd like spent the day together and then like at the end of the day so he was going off to la and i was going like a day later so i think we were in like oregon or something Oh, he's going like, we were like doing the same route, but I was like the day behind him. Like my train was like the day after. So I was like, I said, like I was saying bye to him, but I like thought I'd probably see him, catch up with him soon. And like I said bye, I went in to like kiss him. And he was like, no. Ooh. It was so embarrassing. I've never... <laughs> I've never been so embarrassed, so humbled as well. I think, I think, you know, <laughs> you know, when people um, are like, are like, oh, I don't, no one could find me attractive. Like I'm, oh, no one finds me attractive, but people do find me attractive. I'm probably, maybe I'm the opposite. Well, I think everyone fancies me yeah 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 i'm like i think everyone everyone wants to fuck me i'm like yeah and i <laughs> and i remember at the time thinking he must have been fucking gay he must have been gay there is no other but now i look back now i'm like poor bloke poor guy was there any doubt in your mind before you went into the for the kiss or were you just certain it would it would go your way I was certain. I was a hundred percent certain that was what the vibe was. And yet. It was not. So, yeah. It was. Maybe it was a German thing. Maybe it was like a cultural thing. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I was picking. Maybe what I thought was he was into me vibes was just German, like him being German. Maybe. Maybe. He also might have been gay. Yeah. But... He didn't, like, give any... He didn't go I mean, he was the same age as me, so he's quite young, so maybe he hadn't come out yet. Well, what did he, did he say anything? No. Really? Oh, so this was the best part. Okay. So after that happened, obviously, I ran into my dorm room, and I was like, oh, my God, this that's so fucking embarrassing, and I died of shame. And I was like, but at least I'll never see him again. Oh, but then when I was walking through the streets of LA, just a few days later, I bumped into him. <laughs> and I saw him and I, all I said was like, I just went, oh, I'm really sorry about that. I'm really sorry about 
that thing that I did. And he was like, oh, no, it's fine. I was just kind of shocked. So he wasn't like, no, I'm gay. <laughs> he was like, I'm just kind of shocked. And then we spent the rest, and then we did actually spend the rest of the day together, like, as mates. Like, so kind of, like, left it on, like, okay terms. But, um, yeah, it was... So that's what makes me think maybe I just wasn't his type because actually you wouldn't probably wouldn't say that. You probably wouldn't say you're not my type. That's kind of the toughest thing to have. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I wonder what he's doing now. Hopefully dead. <laughs> no, I wish him I wish I wish him all the best. I wish him all the best. Yeah, obviously, I've I've had people be like, you know, before be like, oh, I don't feel the same way or something like that. But just to outright go in and kiss someone and then be like, the rug out. yeah, they're sort of like, ah! out. Yeah. yeah, give me another one. Another one, we oh, say in no. improv. Okay, I promise this is the word. It's virgin. Virgin. Wow. I'm a virgin. Um... No, virgin. Virgin, virgin, virgin. Um, how old was I when I lost my virginity? I was 18. Mine was my first year at university. Um, and yeah, it was fine. I get asked, I remember I did like a quick Q&A thing before and I was like, people send me in your problems. And I did get a lot of guys sending in problems being like, uh, they are... Um, they're virgins and they want to lose their virginity and I think when you are a virgin it's like you think it's like the biggest deal in the world do you know what I mean like I remember at school and it'd be like who's lost their virginity and who hasn't and it was like the like the biggest thing you could you could be it's like whoa you're a virgin you know like it's like the whole world seems to fall on the fact of whether you're a virgin or not. But if you're, if you, I mean, to be fair, if you got into your late 20s and you're still a virgin, then I can understand feeling like an outsider. That I think you would feel a bit like an outsider. But a lot of messages I get are guys who are like 20 years old and they're like, oh, I'm still a virgin or something. And it's like, you'll lose it. You'll lose it. It'll go at some point. Very very, very few people in the world die virgin, I think. Is that fair to say? Um, I, could, I, I have no idea. <clears throat> <laughs> I, I don't have statistics on that in front of me. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty... Most people do it at some point, I think it's fair to say. So statistically, you're, you're going to do it at some point. So... Don't worry about it. I mean, I do, it is obviously a little bit harder for guys. Like, girls, it, they can be a virgin and it's not, like, you know, an issue. Whereas guys, yeah, if I met another 29-year-old guy... Actually, no, to be fair, if I met a 29-year-old woman and they were like, I'm a virgin, I'd be like, that is a bit... Huh? You know? It makes you wonder, like... It, it makes you wonder Unless why. it's religious... Yeah, I mean, like, that would be, 
Yeah. Like religious, you can. Fair enough, each to their own. Mm. And then. And then. I had a friend who used to date this girl and um, she was Muslim and they were together for a fair few years. This was when we were, I think just after uni. So we were in like our early twenties and um, she, <laughs> she would, because she was Muslim, her rule was, so they would do some things, but she was also bisexual, so she could have sex with women. But she couldn't thing? have sex with him. And I think at that point, is it that you just don't want to have sex with him? Yeah, <laughs> like I think. Check in with her. Is she still bisexual? Or? Yeah, I, I, I think she did. I think she might be lesbian now. That's well, no, no, we were like, oh. We think after they broke up because she cheated on him with a girl. And then um, and then we were like, oh, she's probably going to live her lesbian life now. But then she got into another relationship with a man. So I don't know. I wonder what she's doing now. She was fucking nuts, though. So. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, virgins. Virgins. Um, when did we stop sacrificing virgins? Is that something that s still happens? Uh, I mean, you know, I think uh, in certain circles, dark, yeah. dark circles. I mean, suicide bombers, they don't have to be virgins, do they? But they, they get virgins. That is, uh, I mean, yeah, I have heard that, yeah. Um, all right, if you were dating someone and it was going really well, and you were quite into them. Mm -hmm. But before you had sex, they revealed that they were a virgin. Deal breaker or are you, you, you popping cherries? No, uh, it'd be fine. It'd be fine. But I would, I would, I would do it there and then, but I would afterwards be like, why, why are they like, yeah, if I was, again, in my early 20s or even mid-20s, maybe it'd be like, oh. but 29, if they were also 29. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It would, be, it would be a bit like, I'd be like, are you sure, if you've waited this long, are you sure you want to do it? You know, because I'm like, surely there's a reason you've waited this long. Maybe they like, uh, maybe they were like training to be a priest up until okay yeah because i think it's unlikely that i would be with someone that was so unfuckable they couldn't have gotten someone till they're 29. i would like to think but then that might be my delusion <laughs> playing in again let's go with this sort of like they're, they're they're like former former mormon or or recently left uh left Catholic yeah that's fine i think it'd be fine i would, I would do it it's fine yeah you could, as the creepy red-pilled guys say when they say that's why they want 18-year-old virgins is because then they can mould them into what they want them to be. I see, yeah, so I guess really, you could say the same thing. Really shape someone <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'd be like, did you know that during sex um, you make dinner? <laughs> <laughs> 
going to say something much smarter than that. <laughs> no, no, <I> like, <laughs> did you know that you um, go to Aldi, buy all the groceries, cook me dinner? That's what sex is. Did you know? Um, so, yeah. Let's do one more word. Okay, the word is trip. Trip. So trip over, go on a trip. Trip, 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 trip. Tripping. Um, tripping balls, you could say. Why do people say that? I think it's just like... It's the implication that you're like so high, you're tripping well, your own balls. I got so high once. I think I was 15, 16. I smoked some marijuana. And I was so high, I thought my vagina was about to fall out of me. <laughs> I remember, like, I it was I was like, my it is about to prolapse out of me. That's what I thought was going to happen to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't, I can't smoke weed anymore because it makes me really. Well, I had a terrible, terrible a year ago. The last time I had weed, I ate an edible, two edible. Did I tell you about this? No, but I was going to say, I actually, I, I tell a lie, I have taken edibles relatively recently and they were actually a great... Well, no, I had the worst time of my life. So um, I was in LA with my friend. We'd gone out there for a holiday and obviously uh, weed is legal there. And I bought some edible. Uh, my friend is a massive stoner. So she obviously wanted to go to a head shop. Is that what you call it, a head shop? I think so. Mm. Sure. And... Um, it's funny that you have to like give your ID and stuff and then um, me, it's like a whole thing. But yeah, um, I went to have some marijuana and I thought, well, I'll buy myself some gummies because I don't really like smoking. So I thought I'll buy some gummies, I'll buy some edibles. And um, we took that, we went to, there's a place called Echo Park and it's part with a big water thing in and there's like swan pedalo boats things. And I thought, right, let's go on these boats. And I took one before. And then it said on the packet, take one, wait half an hour. And then it said like half, 30 minutes to an hour or something. It said wait. So I waited 30 minutes, didn't feel anything. So I took a second. And I also had a bit of my friend's vape. And we got on that swan pedal. And as someone, I never, I don't do weed really and so you can imagine it hit me like a ton of fucking bricks while we were on the swan pedalo and um like you go on it for an hour and i think you pay for an hour and half half an hour in i went we've got to go we've got to get off this fucking boat we've got to get off this fucking boat and like and i took my babe my friend and they're probably thinking why did they come back early but as they but then i like we lay, lay down a couple feet away and I was just like this on the floor and then like, ah, oh, that's probably why they came off the boat early. And I was like this, like, so I was going like this, I was like moving around like, like this. Like I literally couldn't, I was like, you know, having involuntary movements. Yeah, like where like the world was spinning. It was. just want to be as still as possible. It, it was, help. it was that. And I, didn't know who I was or where I was. Like I had complete ego death. So like my friend, I was asking my friend over and over again. I was like, who am I? Where am I? Why am I here? And she was having to answer it again and again and again. And I was like, call an ambulance, I'm dying. Call an ambulance, I'm dying. Ambulance going past now. <laughs> and um, 
thank God she did. She was a bit stoned as she was stoned as well. So she it's lucky she didn't freak out and call an ambulance because that would have been God knows how much money. <laughs> um, yeah, and I was like, uh, it was just like the worst. Yeah, the worst experience of my life in terms of trip drug trips. <laughs> um, but to be honest, I don't really do psychedelics. I actually, I've never done psychedelics. That's like the most. But I thought I thought I'd taken LSD during that moment. Um, like when I was in it, I was like, oh my god, I've taken LSD and I'm losing it. And I was like, I'm gonna have PTSD forever. That's what I was thinking. And then um, I think I was in that for about four hours, like that, where I couldn't move. And eventually, I it wore off to the amount that we were able to get an Uber. And then I sort of lay in the bed back at the Airbnb and sort of came realise what had happened. But yeah, it was fucking yeah, I haven't really touched weed since. Don't really like weed, to be honest. Just, just makes me prang out. Um yeah. That was a terrible drug experience. So just be careful when you when you take edibles. Okay. Just be careful, kids. You know, take one. Take one, wait an hour and a half if you've never done one before. Wait an hour and a half and see if you need to take another. Because it's not like edibles are way worse than smoking because smoking, you feel it and you go, oh, I've done too much. You put it down. Edibles, you don't know until it's too late. So, um, <laughs> and then you just have to fucking ride it out and it is awful. Um, um, anyway, uh, yeah, that was it for today. That's all we got time for. Don't forget to click like and subscribe. Um, and yeah, go to my website, check out my links with audio versions linked down below and everything. And um, yeah, happy new year. Bye.